is the JFJ Conspiracy, where the shop talk is rough. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. How are you guys doing this week? Doing good. Doing good. I wanted to get your opinion on something. Um, We're doing these every two weeks. And uh, I want to know if either of you have been noticed on the streets yet. Uh, no, 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 no. I have not. Uh, that, that's a negative, Frank. That's a negative. Okay, well, we're going to try to change that. I think. <laughs> I think we need to. We need to up our game a little bit, guys. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, well, I think we should always try to up our game. Absolutely. For people recognizing us on the street. Um, irrelevant. <laughs> we just need to up our game. <laughs> there you go. Well said. Well, again, if, you, if you're a band or a musician and uh, you want to be featured on our podcast, uh, shoot us an uh, email at jfjshow at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yes, we would. All right. Well, this week is an interesting episode because what we're doing is each picking five songs that uh, we're really we're, we're, we're good if we never hear them again. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, uh, and again, just opinions, just opinions. There's no right or wrong answers in this list. Oh. Uh, the only thing that I asked you guys to do is make your list have some weight to it. So that way, the, the number one song is the absolute song you really never want to hear again. If the other four should pop up, you're, you're, you know, your eyes aren't going to pop out of your head and your ears aren't going to bleed. But that no. last one, your head just might explode. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't want to waste. Be fun. <laughs> I don't want to waste any time on this because we each have. Yeah, a let's list. get to it. Yeah. And, and my, I'm going to start. And, and my first song is a well-known song. Uh, it's been on the radio. We've all seen it live, and it's "Kiss Love Gun." Oh! Wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> I am surprised. I can't believe that, Jim. Uh, you know, I, I love the band, and. About oh twenty twenty five years ago, I had enough of that song. I got. I, <laughs> I can me, see that actually. Well, yeah, for, yeah. For me, it was yeah. the shtick of Paul Stanley every single concert, telling, "Hey, people, I want to come visit you, but I'm not going to do it unless you invite me." And then, as he soared over the the audience, yeah, Love Gun would play. And, and the only time I actually enjoyed the song live, besides really enjoying it in 1977 the first time i heard it live but the real enjoyment was when he got stuck halfway in the audience and, and <laughs> that was in anaheim awesome Damn, here that's i was there. I, yeah that yeah. happened oh they, yeah march of 2000 gene had to sing it he was stuck paul was stuck up in the air <laughs> and gene didn't know the words it was, it was yeah just, it was pretty weird <laughs> the whole show was spinal tap because gene got stuck also that night <laughs> excellent but, yeah it's, I will, you know, uh, if I can interject something here. So absolutely. I, I can remember, um, I, I told you guys the last show I went to was the reunion tour. Right. And I saw them at the forum. And there was a certain point in the show when they're, when they're playing Love Gun and Paul's got his back to the audience and he's like shaking his butt. And I, I just remember thinking, there's something just a little wrong no. about a 50-something-year-old guy up there shaking a his butt singing about his love gun. It just, uh, well, it's like know. when he was at 20 something. Great. You know, I get it. But, uh, when he was, uh, in the late nineties, maybe early 
90s when they were trying to be relevant without the uh, makeup and all that. Uh, he did a whole spiel where they got away from the family-friendly business, and it was all about he's going to whip out his Uzi of ooze and, you know, did this whole bit wow. where wow. it got into. That's how he introduced Love Gun. Yeah, it just lost me. I, You know, the song itself is, is, you know, it's a pentatonic scale for a solo. There's nothing to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. Not not their best song. Uh, no. It's really known, I think, for the drum part. Yeah, I I would agree, Jim. Yeah, yeah the, the machine beginning. gun, mm-hmm. the machine gun. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's my number five song. Wow, uh, Frank. Wow. Now number four is uh, another band of that era and another uh, band. The song I, I think you guys may agree, and that's Aerosmith. Dream on. Oh, yeah. oh. I don't need to hear that anymore. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, that came so close to making my list. <laughs> mm. you know, it's just overplayed. It has been. It's yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really into the uh, rock ballad genre, anyways. And that was one of the first. You know, mm-hmm. you have to say. But man, it's it's played on every station and over and over and over and. Mm. Uh, I don't even know what the heck he's talking about half the time. You know, <laughs> Steven Tyler has a strange way with lyrics. You know, he, yes, he, he does. He has his own language, a lot like David Lee Roth. You know, you, you just kind of, hey, they rhyme. I guess the words rhyme, so they're, they're good to go. Or I right. was thinking the exact same thing. We could fit that in. Rocks again. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to Rocks again, and I was all like, yeah, I, some of this I just don't even get. Now. Yeah. We can squeeze like, this uh, in. It, We're done with the verse. Well, it's words that just sound great together. <laughs> sure. Yeah. sure. Whether they mean much or anything is maybe yeah. a little irrelevant. But well, that's it. I, like I said, I don't hate the song. I'm just tired of it. So yeah, um, yeah, agreed. That's a good one or a yeah. bad one. Big, big or, little one, bad one. Yeah. <laughs> Overplayed. The next song on the list for me, um, and this was a tough one to pick because this band I can't stand. And they've got so many big, big hits. But uh, it's the Eagles with New Kids in Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have picked any any song off of uh, Hotel California or, you know, any of their albums. But uh, that particular song just, you know, it sounds like almost every other one of their songs. Yeah. And again, yeah. overplayed. And who am I to say? They had huge hit, made lots of money. So, yeah. you know, but... My goodness, I, I heard that an awful lot, and I, I've heard it enough, so don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not going to lose any sleep if I don't hear that. Yeah, you guys, uh, <laughs> I have made my displeasure with the Eagles known oh, yeah. for a long time. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- this next song is uh, from an artist who, I, I, if I never heard any of his music again, um, wouldn't phase me one bit, but the main song that I can't stand, and we're talking about Bruce Springsteen, born oh. in the USA. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, I don't get. I don't get it. I've never gotten into Bruce Springsteen. I've got friends who love him. He's the boss. He's this. He's that. Yeah, I, he doesn't really. Yeah. Now, if I had to sit through three hours on one of his shows, then um, oh gosh, I would have to be. You know, I was just looking at a joke, and it says, "Hey, you know how you smuggle in all the alcohol you want into a a, a, a rock concert." Put it in your belly, and that's how I would have to do it. <laughs> that's how I'd have to do it if I was going to sit through one of his shows. Because oh uh, lord, I've never liked any of their music. I mean, uh, not really. I like the lyrics in that song. I love the lyrics in yeah. that song. But yeah, Bruce, I'm not a big fan of. I don't have any. I don't have any Springsteen no. in my collection, so I never have. I don't yeah. think I've ever owned a Springsteen. 
Yeah, that's yeah, not a not a big fan of Mm. Springsteen, and um, same thing. But I'll I'll tell you what, you you talk about a guy to if if I was into him, Mm -hmm. you know any guy that you could go out and see and he plays for three hours i mean you yeah. can't deny that the guy you well, you're getting your money's, money's worth jim that's for sure yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not my money no not, no, my not money. My, nor mine <laughs> yeah, we just finished up with bruce and, and my fourth song so i'm going on to my last my last song on the list and so my last song and uh you guys may or, or may not agree but again talking about the power ballads and all that this is from a band who uh don't really care for a whole lot of their stuff, but it's poison with every rose has its thorn. <laughs> uh, to me, that is the biggest kiss ripoff band. I mean, you got your Ace Freely slash CC DeVille solo in every song. <laughs> I like poison a lot because I got my little kiss Jones from it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm not going to lose any sleep if I don't hear that one either, Frank. Well, their, <laughs> their best song is a song that Brett Michaels doesn't even sing for me. Um, there's a song that CC sings. It's called "I Hate Every Bone in Your Body Except body, for Mine." My, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's total tongue in cheek. It's got a good hook and a good solo. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, other than that, Brett Michaels, I you know, good singer, but that particular yeah. song, uh, and I think that's I blame a lot of that on MTV because they oh, played yeah. that video, you know, twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. So. And again, can't be mad at them for making lots of money and, and mm-hmm. having a hit. But nope. if, I, if I was on a desert island uh, and I heard that one, my head might explode. I'd uh, jump in the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd jump in the shark-infested waters probably. There you go. So, so highly agree with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it comes on, I, I swap the dial. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, those last three that I mentioned, uh, Poison, Bruce, and, and Eagles, all three of them are, are dial switchers for me. You know, and the problem with listening to satellite radio is poison gets played at least once an hour. And wow. that's that bad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know. But they don't good. play the songs you want to hear is the problem. No, no. They've got a limited. Uh, same, same old junk. Yeah. Limited, limited playlist. So. Oh, well. Well, Jerry, uh, let's go to your list. What do you got for us? Okay. Uh these are all, yeah, that's, some of them, well, they're pretty big hits, but uh, the first, the number five is Stop Dragging My Heart Around, Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks. Oh. 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 I, I don't want to hear it no more. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. It, it's, I, I probably liked it or was decent when it first came out, but that's a channel switcher right there. Wow. Oh, oh, is that a channel switcher? I really like their, their, their vocal connection. I think they mm. jive good together. I, mm? I like that song. Oh, uh, same thing though. It's just oh. overplayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's you know? it. But yeah. yeah, same thing. I love Tom Petty. Uh, I oh, think yeah, Stevie Nicks. Oh, yeah. I think Stevie Nicks has a great voice. Mm-hmm. But after the you know millionth play, it's yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. No yeah, more I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay, the next one, guys, is uh, John Cougar Mellencamp, Jack and Diane. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. Good call. Oh, little Didi about Jack. If I hear that one more time, I'm going to Didi. Who, who, uh, who sucks just, on a chili dog anyways? That's what I want to know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, me. Nor anybody I know. <laughs> nor, nor I. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, my number three uh, is, and I had it in a 45 in, mm-hmm. in back in the day, but it's uh, Start Me Up by the Stones. Really? You're tired of that, huh? 
because all the sporting events where uh, something yeah. they need a little they need a little pick me up. You just hear that down now now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I had it on a forty five, right, but right. me again oversaturated. That's funny. Yeah, um, number two, guys. I don't know how you feel about, it, but is Layla by Derek and the Dominoes? Oh. I'm, I'm I'm hearing it. I, I I'm tired of it. Oh, I just. Well, that's a long, drawn-out song too. At the yeah. end, you know the yeah. And, and I'm, I, I'm I'm a fan of uh, you know, uh, Goodfellas. And I don't mm. know if you've ever seen that movie or not, but that's that song is played out towards the end of that movie, and it, it ruined it for me for that because it's just it's yeah, a long, it's it's it's, it's a long, drawn-out song. And my number one. Welcome to the jungle. My God. <laughs> no. I don't want to hear it no more. Wow. Uh-uh. Wow. Do you know where you are? Yes, <laughs> I know where I'm at, Axel. <laughs> but you oh. know, and that's probably the newest song out of everything we've mentioned. <laughs> but you know, is, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just so it's much overplayed. repetitive airplay. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what it is. I, I know at a time I used See, to like it. I was honestly waiting for somebody to say Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. So I was a little surprised right I didn't make a guitar list. lick is why um, I don't. You know that guitar lick is just keeps me in, <laughs> keeps me in the mix. But yeah, welcome to the jungle. Oh lord. Yeah. Well, I'm not a fan of Axel's voice by and large. And you know, um, just to comment on Layla, um, yeah, I get that completely. But I love the outro. Oh yeah, the long channel? instrumental section yeah, at the end. Channel? If I could yeah. switch the channel and then just come, come back, back in at the right just moment and do the outro, yeah. it'd be fine. All that Dwayne Allman uh, slide guitar and everything. <laughs> uh, that that's the part that kind of drives me up a wall. Oh, yes. because yeah. you, like you said, you've already said what you had to say. Like you say in your three minutes, your three minutes right. are up, buddy. Turn, right. Turn the record over. Well, see, I'll, I'll, just take, I'll take the three minutes at the end. You can have the three minutes at the beginning. There you go. There and you I, go. I, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I won't want to hear it. <laughs> and I, I almost picked Eric Clapton's. I almost picked Eric Clapton's "Cocaine." Because, uh, ooh, yeah, I agree with that one. That's it's overplayed cool. quite. That gets yes, honorable mention, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, very well said. Yeah, but, that's see, every everything you guys are saying is exactly why I don't listen to classic rock radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we it's right off Killed. the playlist. Yeah. 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 We probably stole the DJ's playlist from, uh, yeah, Jack F. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are my five guys. Yeah. All right. Well, th- those are all pretty worn-out tunes. Yeah. Worn-out tunes. Yeah. All right, Jim. Well, let's see what kind of curveballs you're going to throw us. Okay. Well, um, we hit kind of some of the same notes, right. although not the same songs necessarily. And uh, just a little disclaimer. So... For anybody who's listening, um, we eliminated Stairway to Heaven out of the mix right off the bat. Absolutely. We all said Stairway to Heaven couldn't be part of the mix. Right. And uh wouldn't have been on my list, but these other two guys. Oh, I would have been number number two probably on mine, yeah. Number one or two for you. Yeah, that's yeah. a close one. Yeah, that and Welcome to the Jungle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally kind of get the whole Welcome to the Jungle thing. Not, yeah. not my favorite uh, song on that album anyway. Mm. Okay, well, Aerosmith did make my list. Right. Ooh. Uh, not Dream On. Uh oh. Love in an Elevator. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I hate that song. Yeah. Mm. I always love that. I always love that trumpet at the end, that little mini trumpet at the end. But uh, yeah, I can. 
I can see that. That was overplayed too. It drove me nuts. No, no groove in that song really. I don't no. think it's just uh, it's overproduced. It, it's uh, another song that was made for video. You know. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. That's, that's and, and and same kind of like thing. that. Can we, can we hit every you know cliche in the lyrics and everything else? Yeah. It's just well, it's not good. It's not good Aerosmith, but we'll get to the good Aerosmith later. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yes, we will. <laughs> okay, number four. Um, I came late to Dark Side of the Moon. I would say late. I was in my twenties, mm-hmm. and my wife turned me on to that album. And uh, I was never a Pink Floyd fan. Kind of growing up, didn't care for him in high school. I thought it was total go drop acid music. <laughs> <laughs> Just. It was a little too weird, a little too out there. Right. And, uh, you know, the stuff that, that was getting played then, you never heard the early Sid Barrett stuff. It was always either Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, you never heard or the Sid wall Barrett's was stuff. huge. Oh. Well, know. there was a reason if you go back and listen to it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if, if I never heard Great Gig in the Sky again, really, I would wow. be cool with that. Yeah, that, that whole caterwauling Yoko Ono vocal thing going on. Uh, that, uh, that was some talented ladies. That was that I, I beg to differ. That was not Yoko Ono. No, that was not Yoko Ono. No. Fair, fair to say. But uh, you know, I went back and listened to it again today just to make sure that's mm-hmm. kind of where I wanted to go. And uh, she probably could have done a couple more takes. I don't know because there's a few moments in there where it's just kind of goes a little off track for me. Ah. And um, sorry. And, and you know, the song starts out beautiful. That mm. piano. And that lap steel guitar and everything, it's just like, oh my gosh, great little progression going on there. Uh, and then that, whatever that is, kicks in. and uh, <laughs> I lose my patience with it. I get, I get like a minute into that song, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I that's it. it. <laughs> so... And those, those sorry, are, sorry, all you Pink Floyd fans. I know Dark Side of the Moon, greatest album ever. It Boy, always God. seemed like their albums <laughs> spun a little less, you know, a little slower than Thirty Three and a Third. You yeah, know? Uh, probably so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, a weird, uh, weird moment back in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we were sitting in art class. Darcy Shepard. We're having a conversation about Shepherd. the wall, and I, I was expressing my displeasure with uh, Pink Floyd and how I wasn't a fan, and <laughs> and I said. Uh, I said, you know, uh, they just seem like music to drop acid to. And, and when I said that, some, there was another guy in the class whose ears like perked up. And he said, what are you guys talking about? Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. Pink Floyd? Acid, huh? He said, yeah, no. He, he says, what are you talking about? I said, oh, we're talking about Pink Floyd. And he said, oh, best music to listen to when you're on acid. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. You can describe it better. No. There you go. <laughs> there you go, Jim. <clears throat> oh, the joys. I, I've, learned, I've learned to be a... Uh, to appreciate Pink Floyd, though, yeah. over time. The joys of Charter Oak High School. Huh? The oh, joys yeah. of Charter Oak High School. So there mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many people we can name drop from Charter Oak High School. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's see. Where is that? I've done two. So number three, um, this is probably going to hurt some people. <laughs> but uh, don't stop believing, Journey. I'm right there with you. Yeah, oh, I'm there gosh. with you. Love that so album. But amazingly that played yep. out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't even know that was a song I was wild about back in the day. Um, but uh, my displeasure for that song has just increased over the years. <laughs> it's the only song they ever play on the radio, it seems like. Right. Yeah. Yep. One, a couple of hands, maybe faithfully, I don't know. Well, what is that One Journey song? Uh, it's, it's a faster song, and it's about somebody, a boy and a girl, and someone's got a gun. And uh, DOA, Dead or Alive? <sighs> 
Nah, I, it, mm. it'll come. I think it's off a of departure. Uh, it'll pop in my mind 10 minutes oh, after we uh, stop. Ho- um, um, yeah, I know which one. The roof had moonlight shining through. That no, one. no. I, I, I tell you what. Yeah, I think that might be. But those songs, like, along with Jack and Diane and uh, Kisses Hide Your Heart and songs like that that have... You know, Johnny took a ride on the south side of town. Also, I hate that kind of stuff. I hate Johnny and a, and a gun and a girl and Debbie and Jack and Diane. Yes. I hate all of them. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mean to throw a wrench in your in your oh. journey tune there, Jim. But that it just popped in my head. I was like, ah, no, that's all right. Yeah, bring it on. Um, because I feel that way with most journey songs. Anyways, I, I don't have to hear them anymore. I. I well, I love Departure. I know I you guys. Departure, all Departure yeah. and Escape. I could just listen to end to end, yeah. all the time. Yeah. I, See, that was that was about the point where I started to kind of lose interest. Same here. That's pretty much. I think Escape was the last one I bought. Yeah. You know, and then Raised on Radio and Frontiers. There's some. There's yeah. some good tracks in there, no it doubt. Is. But yeah. uh, you got to hunt for them, I think. Well, we'll, we'll come yeah. back to Journey another time because uh, yeah. you know we, will I think have, we have three very different opinions on. Yes, we do on them for sure. But all right, sorry, sorry about that, Jim. Go ahead. No, no problem. Okay, so number two song, again, uh, you could probably plug any Eagle song in here, but Hotel California. Yep. That whole oh, album. my yep. gosh. Yeah. I can't even tell you what's on the album because I just, my, not a fan yeah. at all. I, I, hated, I hated that whole country rock vibe, fake cowboy, you know, they're singing songs about, sleeping out in the desert it's like dude you never did that (laughs) (laughs) you live up you live up in uh the canyon somewhere don't a mansion yeah yeah give me a break i'll take those dually guitar solos between don felder and joe walsh though if you could i take those dual leads i always love and of course that's got a good one but yeah it's pretty much played out and i I love joe walsh Mm. (laughs) his solo stuff mostly yes Absolutely, but uh, yeah. If I never heard Hotel California again, I'd be. Uh, we can I'd take that fine. take that whole album and just toss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, go go to any restaurant or bar somewhere where they have some one of those jukeboxes or something. Inevitably, somebody will play that song. Oh, I love this. Yeah, because mm. well, you know why? It's a longer waiter, song. Check please, check please, waiter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a longer song, and they feel they get their money's worth. You know, they. That's probably oh, it. that's yeah. probably it. Yeah. Because Inagata Davida is not available, so you know, <laughs> yeah, it would be a much good, better that's choice. That's a good though. dinner tune. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it would be a much better choice. And you know me, three minutes. Yeah, three minutes that's it. Oh, we that's know that, Jim. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, we got that. Okay, wow. so now the last one. Let the hate mail begin. Bohemian Rhapsody. Whoa. Oh, that's fired. Oh, James, old boy. What do you really? not like Queen. about that? I said. Uh, that has everything in one song. Wow, Jim. Yeah, everything but the kitchen sink. I, <laughs> is that why? That's why. Like, I, honestly, I never cared for the song when it came out. Wow. Uh, now, I get the genius of it, you know, mm-hmm. the way he wrote it, and he did all the vocal parts. And, and I know you guys just saw the movie, so you're all in love with the song again. Ah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you where I like it. I like it where the guitar kicks in and that mm-hmm. whole kind of... Mm-hmm. Headbanging that, that little no, section, no, no, I love. No, no, no. Yeah, if they would have just made that song kind of that, I'd probably be cool with it. <laughs> oh, but no, oh, no scary moose and no fandango, Jim. Nope, nope. <laughs> no, no. A little silhouette, though. 
and and uh, but my real problem with it, you know, it's it's not the kind of tune that like if it came on, I'd like just automatically switch it. Right. Yeah. It, same thing. I've heard it a gazillion times since I don't know what seventh grade or something, and it's just all it's right. Seventh grade, permanently etched in my brain. I, it, yeah, yeah, I can play it over in my head if I wanted to hear it. I don't need to hear it on the radio ever again. Or there's a great video on YouTube somewhere of a, a a guy who gets arrested for being drunk in public, and he recites that song from beginning to end in the back of the cop car while they're driving to the precinct. Did he start doing the head banging? The thing? head, the whole bit, <laughs> the whole bit, and I think the cops took the long way just so he could finish the song. Just so he could finish the song. You yeah. have to send was. me the video now because I have not seen that. And yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to look it up when we're done this evening. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that that is is hilarious. But that's one of those songs. Uh, again, yes, overplayed, and I have never gotten tired of it because there are so many different facets to it. You know, mm-hmm. there, it's got everything. It is a guitar tone. Oh yeah. yeah, the guitar part. Oh yeah, yeah the guitar part's great. Yeah, the vocals, like I said, that whole place. middle part. Yeah. But it, my uh, my thing with Queen, I mean, I always liked the stuff like um, Stone Cold Crazy, mm-hmm. um, the the faster kind of more right. hard rockish stuff. All the stuff that Freddie Mercury hated singing. Um, but I like some of the middle middle of the road stuff. I mean, like uh, Killer Queen. I think great tune. Mm-hmm. I love um, jazz. That whole album, jazz. I can listen I to that. Best friend. One oh, of my favorite songs ever. Great. Yeah, Beautiful. John Deacon song. And see, some of their stuff like uh, 39 and some of those songs, a lot of the Brian May stuff, I don't like his voice. I don't like it when he sings. Mm. I'd rather listen to Roger Taylor. I, I, I'm like Jerry. Yeah. I have his solo Love my album. car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Hot Space. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, uh, Fun in Space. Fun in Space. Yeah. That is one of yeah. the greatest 80s style albums. That, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when they when they got that whole radio cock on whatever else I, stuff, I, I was done with them at that point. Don't don't yeah. bring in the keyboards. We're not playing guitar anymore. <laughs> you know, right, so well, not no. a huge Queen fan anyway. So wow, there you go. Hate mail to you know that goes to Jim Strong. That's, at that's the first J. Show. That's the first J. Email. That's the first J. And JFJ people. That's the first J. <laughs> well, bring it on, you know. people. Bring it on. <laughs> I tell you what. Get him, Jim. Get him. What I'd like to do is anybody who's listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, go ahead and give us your five on uh, the comment section there on YouTube. And you don't want to hear him again. No. If you never want to hear the song again, tell us what, what uh, even if it's just one song you never want to hear again. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to know because everybody's got a different opinion. Um, just because, you know, Jim and Jerry's are wrong and mine was right doesn't mean. Yeah. Just that... like in high school, Jim, right? <laughs> Just like in high school, we haven't missed a Nothing's beat, you changed. guys. No, no, that's good old Frank. No, that, that's interesting. I, I, I wouldn't have, you know, I would have thought maybe you would have went something uh, from Joan Jett or, you know, maybe even a Lita Ford song because, you know, I, some of her stuff was, oh, you know, I can't listen to that. But, no, yeah, Queen, okay. You know, for me, uh, for me, it wasn't a list of... Um, you know, besides love in an elevator. You know, it's not stuff that I particularly hate. It's just I'm just sick of hearing just it more, and, well, more than anything else. Just yeah. tired of hearing it. Yeah. Don't need to hear it again. And that's what it's all about. Almost every song was a hit that we mentioned. And almost every song mm. was played on the radio over so many times that, yeah, you do you do kind of get uh, get numb to them after a while. Yes, yes, yes. And do. except for a couple of those, I mean, we've been hearing them since high school. Yeah, Absolutely. 
Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at my list. Yep. You know, I, I could probably think I could probably think of plenty uh, honorable mansions. You know. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, baby, hold on to me. Uh, any money? Yeah. Don't need to hear that one again. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I'm a. Um, yeah, I'm not a big. Fan. You were talking about you know the Eagles being fake cowboys and everything else, and as soon as you said that, I thought of Brett Michaels singing that stupid "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" with his little cowboy hat on and, and everything, yeah. and you know, he's a wrangler. He's well, a wrangler. they were all doing. They were all cowboys at that part. I yeah, think he still. I mean, Bon Jovi hat. had a "I'm a Cowboy" song, and somebody oh, yeah. else had a cowboy thing going on. And right. Aren't, aren't we trying to not be cowboys? We're, yeah. we're all city guys. We're rock and rollers. Now. That's, That's it. <laughs> well, you know what, guys? Uh, that was very interesting. And maybe, uh, like I said, we can get some feedback from uh, our listeners and find out what their songs are. But I right hope now, so. I'm interested in seeing what everybody else hates. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Right now, as promised, I want to tell you guys, uh, the listeners, on how you can get a free JFJ Conspiracy t-shirt. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely free, folks. Well, you know what? There's three ways you can do it. Um, and it's, it's a limited edition T-shirt. And uh, why don't you tell them one of the ways, Jim? Okay, one way is for you to go to iTunes, uh, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review. Uh, then just take a screenshot of the review, post it up on our Facebook page, and we're going to pick one person from the first ten reviews. That's cool. Jerry, what's another way? Uh, I don't know. I would okay. say hit us up on jfjshow at gmail.com. Well, Jerry didn't uh, read the script, but that no, second I, I'm way... looking at a different one. Then I'm looking at something <laughs> different here, Frank. I, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. <laughs> I look at that T-shirt giveaway. May so, have something to do with Instagram, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, hey, here we go. The second way. The second way. <laughs> uh, way is to follow us on Instagram. Leave us a comment, and again, we'll pick one person from the first ten, and that's uh, JFJ Conspiracy on Instagram. There you go. Thanks, Jim, for the kickstart there. Yeah, yeah. no problem, brother. It's <laughs> yeah. like high school. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, oh. it's just so funny, people. If you knew how many years we've been doing this, <laughs> and we still don't have it together, no, or I don't. This is sad. <laughs> this is sad. Frank well, and Jim always have it together. I don't. <laughs> uh, the third way that you can win a T-shirt <laughs> is subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel. Uh, it's called the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast. Leave us a comment. And again, the first one of the first ten that do that will be picked, and we'll notify you, and we'll get a free t- T-shirt out to you. Yep, doesn't get any easier, man. Oh, free swag, free. brothers, free swag. sisters. Get on there and uh, like it. Smash that like button, as the kids say. Leave a comment. <laughs> take a. Is that what the kids say, Frank? I didn't know. Take that. a screenshot. Uh, my kid says yeah. that. Oh, okay. So. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> uh, my kids just say I'm stupid. So let's see. <laughs> nah, just kidding. All right. Let's move forward now, That's guys. funny. I just got a text from my daughter right now, right when that happened. That's oh, funny. Oh, that one you <laughs> that's didn't hilarious. Very good. The one you didn't introduce us to. That's that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a big night, guys. I was yeah. I was at Costco like two and a half hours before picking up our dirts. We're talking about my wedding, everybody. Yes. I met his daughter, Frank. I don't know what's wrong with you. Oh, oh so Jim met her? I yeah, wasn't Frank, dressed appropriately, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. no, I just, it was such an overwhelming <laughs> day. It was just, uh, it was overwhelming. It, it was a great day. It was a great day. Yeah, that, it was uh, a great day. Uh, Jerry and Laura got married, had a, had a great reception, had a, had a great um, thanks for being for the, my friends and thanks for being there. It uh, meant everything to me. Thank you. And you know what's funny is there was a bunch of kids there. I don't know who they were, but 
they were waiting on some food and their dad said, well, maybe they're going to serve pizza. And the kids ran while we're all standing in line to eat. The kids ran over and asked one of the guys, Hey, you guys got pizza? And he says, sure we do. And he came back running. They got pizza. They got pizza. I turned to Cindy and I said, right on, we're eating pizza. There you and go. <laughs> and I got up there. There was no pizza to be had. You know, you, oh, you know, it was all gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so we had chicken, you know, yeah, chicken. It was pretty good. It was excellent. It was yeah. delicious. <laughs> anyway, we digress. We digress. <laughs> Just like in school. Yeah. Yep. Just like well, in high school. Let's move forward and take a look back at Aerosmith Rocks. Mm. Um, this was Aerosmith's fourth album. And, um, I think this was the first one I actually bought with my own money. Um, before that, I think uh, my brother or somebody had uh, Toys in the Attic. And I liked Toys in the Attic, but I didn't think that was a very hard album. You know, it was, it was it had good tunes on it, good rocking tunes, but it wasn't, you know, it didn't drive it home. And I bought rocks. And like I, I mentioned in the last podcast, I didn't really understand what the four or the five diamonds on the front you know, meant or anything. And, <laughs> But anyway, so that album, um, that was a game changer for me because uh, that nine songs and uh, there's only one or two that I could, you know, give or take. But uh, every song on that album is is a pretty good tune. I'm not a big fan of Home Tonight. Again, a slower ballady type thing. Uh, but that's not my least favorite song. And I'm going to start with my least favorite song on that. And it's all because of Joe Perry. It's combination. <laughs> yeah. Dude yeah. cannot sing. Okay. No. Oh, no. Not <laughs> even when he got his own project. No. no. <laughs> and later on, like on Draw the Line and these other albums, that Joe always wanted to sing. He always wanted to sing. And I'm like, no, Joe, just, just Joe, play guitar. Joe. Play that guitar, fella. Yeah. You're wonderful at it. Yeah. But um, Nobody's Fault is my favorite song. And that is a rockin' song, and and I suggest everybody listen to that that album with headphones on, because there's a yes. lot going on. Yes, there is, Frank. Yeah. And I think it's nobody's fault. Where you can actually, if I re- remember the story correctly, I think Stephen Tyler was saying the engineer or somebody was coming into the booth, and you could hear the door squeak open and then slam shut. Then the song slowly build up to that. the song. Yeah, you know. Uh, Back in the saddle, you can hear them tap dancing on the on the board to, to make sounds like the horses and all that. Just yes. a lot going on on that album. Yes, there is. There but, is. Um, Jack Douglas production. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that was like I said, that was my first real real introduction to Aerosmith as far as an album that I bought with my own money, and that's when I got into them and said, "These guys, these guys rock." Yeah. So, what did you think about it, Jerry? Uh, I liked it. I, to me, it, to me, it's like they all four went into the studio, they plugged in, they tuned up and they lit it up. Mm. It's so raw. It's so in your face. And like you said, Frank, you listen to it with AirPods or headphones or whatever. There's a lot of stuff going in the background, but yeah. the, the guitar work is Joe Perry and Brad Whitford, the way they exchange and feel off of each other. It, I love it. I love it. Speaking of the first Aerosmith album I bought with my own money, Frank, it was draw the line. Oh, and then I went, on. then I went back and mm-hmm. got rocks and toys in the attic. But, uh, yeah, I hadn't played this in a while. I'm glad we picked it because it, it's, it, it holds up. It absolutely holds up today. Yeah. It absolutely holds up today. And I didn't know home tonight was released as one of their singles. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Hearing I that on that yeah. 
You used to get played oh. quite a bit, I think. Mm. Did it? Yeah, I have no memory of that hearing that on the radio, but my favorite is, uh, you know, Last Child. It's yeah. just that, that funk, that... I just love that stuff. Yeah. And again, good guitar. Good guitar work, raw energy. Yeah. That's Wonderful cool. album. It rocks. Yep. It rocks. <laughs> yeah. It rocks. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about you, Jim? Well, um... First, uh, first Aerosmith album I owned. I mm-hmm. uh, got it as a gift, actually. Uh, eighth grade graduation gift. Hey. And, uh, Sunflower. Yeah, Sunflower, Sunflower Junior, Junior High School. High. Sorry, Shout dude. out. Yeah. The Mustangs. Go Mustangs. Yeah, we were tough. Um, to this day, still my favorite Aerosmith album. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate it uh, as much in junior high as I did when I went back and listened to it in high school a little later. And uh, just exactly what you guys were talking about as far as the production on the album, there's a million things in there. I remember at a certain point listening to that album and thinking, you know, I thought of these guys as a hard rock band, but there's a lot of R&B vibe in this. There's there's horns in here. There's some like boogie-woogie piano going on. Yeah, that's standard piano. uh, Like you said, headphones, (laughs) a good way to go with this because... um, yes. It's it's a de- kind of a dense production, yes. you know, um, beautifully done. Uh, still to this day, uh, my favorite Aerosmith album. Um, I kind of look at everything after this as kind of a long, slow descent until <laughs> we hit something like "Love in the Elevator." Yeah, I mean, by the by the time they got to "Rock in a Hard Place," I mean the. It was it was half the band, you know. Joe Perry had left, and uh, yeah. uh, See, Brad Whitford had left at that point, right? Yeah, he left for a little bit. Uh, I think he was doing that Whitford St. Holmes bit. Yes, uh, oh, and yeah, um, good stuff. Forgot about that. Yeah, but two yeah. different guitar players and uh, Jimmy Crespo, uh, Crespo, Crespo, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, Rick, uh, Rick uh, I think. I think Crespo yeah, showed up on right. Night in the Ruts, didn't he? Right in the Nuts, yeah. That's yeah, the one night, that... yeah, right in the Nuts, Night in the Ruts. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I remember, uh, I, I'm not sure what year Rock in a Hard Place came out, maybe 81, 82. I remember running out and buying that album and throwing it on the turntable and just being so completely disappointed. <laughs> what the heck happened? What the it's heck like, happened? Oh, well, I guess this is what happens when you're shooting heroin. Yeah. You can't expect anything to go well. Yeah. And uh, Nothing goes well on heroin, people, just so you, you know. Just so you know. <laughs> public <laughs> service <laughs> announcement. Yeah, public yeah, service announcement. Public <laughs> service announcement. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> just say no, Nancy. Um, favorite <laughs> song on the album. Again. <laughs> favorite song on the album, Sick as a Dog. There you go. Yep. And... Uh, you know, I don't know. There, there's a great video, matter of fact, of them playing that live. Mm-hmm. You check it on YouTube, where they recreate it the way they did it in the studio. Wow. Oh, and Joe well. Perry starts out playing bass on the song. Right. Oh, that's when they switch over. And then hands the bass off, I think, to Steven Tyler. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember reading. Tom that Hamilton actually. played guitar on that track, and then mm-hmm. Joe Perry picks up a guitar and uh, really super cool. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Um. Yeah, if you can search it out, it's great. Uh, least favorite song? Uh, combination's not it. Um, yeah, really not it. Uh, it does not, that just doesn't fit on the album with the rest of the... Because the rest of those songs, are they have such uh, cool riffs. Yeah. The combination yeah. is more chords and... Yeah. Joe Perry singing and... Uh, yeah. I, I, 
yeah, when I listened to it today, so licking a promise. Yeah, that was a little, which almost, is a, it's a too fast song. I loved. Yeah, I loved back in the day. Yeah, I think maybe a little too fast. Yeah. Um, lyrically, I think not their best tune. No, no, no. no. That's, but I would take that over love in an elevator yeah. any day of the week. So, I mean, you know, any uh, overall great album. There you go. I love it. And yep. uh, oh, let me just say from pump on, I, I, I gave up on Aerosmith. I listened to their, I bought their albums, but there was never any appreciation for them after that because they all sounded exactly the same. They had right. a formula of what they were right. doing and eh, I'll pass. Right. I, aside from all the old ones, I think the only thing I ever, I ever bought after uh, Draw the Line was probably the Essential Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. But as far as studio albums, I don't have any Pump or any of it. No. no. Yeah. No. I think I have. I think I have Pump. I think I have uh, Get a Grip. Maybe be the last thing I mm-hmm. went out and bought. I, I like. To, I might get the colored vinyl on on Get a Grip only because it's black and white, half and half. You know, oh, that looks great. Neat. Album cover though. Yeah. <laughs> but Great album. what's interesting about Aerosmith if you go to their first album um, and listen to each album as up, up until Rocks each one although you know it's Aerosmith each have a completely different sound and I don't know if it's from the engineer standpoint the production standpoint or if it's for them learning how to play their instruments are they learning them. yeah because I know I, I, we've talked about this off air before there uh, Train Kept a Rolling was not Joe Perry and Brad Whitford. It was Dick Wagner and somebody else because they couldn't play it in the studio. Didn't play it. So they told them, go out and get some dinner and brought in Dick Wagner. And and forgive me, for I can't remember who the other player is. Oh, that's I, heavy duty, Frank. Wow. Yeah. I, didn't yeah. I didn't know that. And they they learned how to play it by playing live. Hmm. You know, so. But in the studio, they couldn't get they couldn't get it to where it sounded right. So. Interesting. Right. I didn't know that. I think you mentioned I. that before, but yeah. uh, uh, Dick Wagner, stellar guy. I think yeah, actually actually stood in for Ace Freely. I think he on some stuff for an awful lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Ace Freely. Oh, oh. Yeah, I think he oh, did some of the stuff guy. on Destroyer. Well, he's Bob Ezrin's like sidekick. Yeah. Dude. Oh, well, he's then, passed yeah. away. He passed away. I think uh, last year, <laughs> year before last. But, Excuse me. Uh, yeah, that's he true. played with uh, Alice Cooper band, uh, did a lot of their studio stuff. And, wow. uh, Lou excellent. Reed, I think. Yes. If I'm remembering right. Just an excellent studio. And isn't that him on uh, Rock and Roll Animal, I think? is. Uh, it might be. I think it's Dick Wagner. I may be wrong, but. Huh. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, each each album has a different sound and a different feel. And Rocks was just so raw. and, and yeah, It's very raw, yeah. and I love it. And it's it's all, raw with all that stuff going on in the background. Yeah. Well, so you, I, I guess you can't have both because <laughs> they can. did it. Well, if you, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to that album back then on those big old speakers that we used to, stereo speakers we used to have, remember those yeah, things did. that were three feet yes. high? Oh, and yeah. That was an album you could crank <laughs> The bigger out. the better. Yeah. You could crank that album, the louder the better. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then when you played it with your headphones and at a reasonable level, you heard all this other all these other nuances great, going great on. Great things yes. going on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That you miss, you miss with the volume. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. So. And uh, having said that, that was my favorite album. Um, I love all the first four Aerosmith albums. You know, I went back and listened to the first album uh, maybe a year ago, and mm-hmm. it was just like, man, I forgot like just what a genius piece of work this is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they only got better, I think, up through rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that again, 
that album came out twice. The first album came out twice. The first pressing was just called Aerosmith, and then Dream On hit. Oh, that is then featuring Dream On. Featuring on the... Dream On, yeah. Oh, and, uh, okay. I, I would prefer it just say Aerosmith because, again, yep. we've spoken about Dream On. So. Oh, now i got to run back and look at my Aerosmith album and see, see which, which version I have. There you yeah. go. There you go. First Jim. pressing or second pressing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, well, guys, that um, that about wraps it up for Aerosmith Rocks. I mean, we can go on and on about the go over each song, but they're, they're all just so good. It is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so let's let's think, uh, Jerry. I think you're up next to pick the next album out for our next episode. I, am I right? Am I? I? I thought it was your turn, Frank. I think I picked rocks. He, he picked rocks. Oh, yeah. then what? Hmm. Is and it really my turn? Yeah, and it can't be a Bee Gees album, so, so pick something. Oh, man, don't steal my thunder, Frank. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, that early Bee Gees stuff. Oh, wait I'm a minute. You, I, no, I picked, um, oh, yeah, the good stuff, the early stuff, the 60s stuff. I picked uh, um, UFO, didn't I? Didn't Strange we do that album? the night, yeah. Yeah. And, and then Jim picked what? Uh, Led Zeppelin. Four. Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. that's four. Oh, the bag of sticks. And then yeah. you pay. Okay, so it's my turn. Am I on the your, spot right now for one? Your turn. If brother. you can't think of anything, we'll go to Jim. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I, my hard drive is only so big. You know, I can't wait here all exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I've sorry. got one. If you if you want to. Put it out there, Jim. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Okay. I, I, was, uh, I was hoping I'd get to say this one actually. Uh, yeah. Dude, this work. This is fortuitous then. Chris, I like yes. it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Kiss alive. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. Oh yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Good pick, Jim. Yeah. Good pick. Okay. Well, mm. now the next, next. You got two weeks to think about the next one, though, Jerry. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll come up with something tomorrow. I just wasn't ready. Like I said, I'm a little under <laughs> the weather this evening, but but Kiss Alive is a fantastic choice. Great, oh, great live, semi live, live album, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I always thought it was live till I started talking to you guys. You know, I was, yeah. you know, well, you know. Let's put it this way: all four guys are still alive, so it's a live album. They were alive hey, when go. they recorded it. That's right. So, and, and they were alive yeah. when they were, yeah, when they were playing and overdubbing. Yeah, so, absolutely. Well said. I, yeah. I think I think it's can be considered a live album, one of the greatest of all time. So. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Well done, Jim. Thank you. Um, some people would probably dispute that, but yes. I don't know how you could. Well, I mean, there's a few <laughs> out there, well, you know. But there's we all know the basic ones, you know. Well, you know, Kiss Alive one. You know, UFO Strangers in the Night. Um, <laughs> who's who's song the, remains the same? Frank right, comes alive. One. Yeah, but Frank you know what? They're made in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> not an album, an EP, but it's still a I good like one. that one. The bottom line is, though, there are people who just can't stand Kiss, so they would never put there on the list, anyways. And they're a bunch of posers, and they're you know oh, they're not wow. a band. Yeah, so kisses for oh, yeah. for us being Kiss seventies. Oh yeah, the seventy. Oh this yeah, is the epitome of a live album for us. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, I had a I had a buddy who asked me. Uh, we were out to lunch, and he said, uh, you know, he's he's a much younger guy, and he's a really kind of a Kiss hater. And uh, he said, well, don't you think that, like, if it wasn't for the makeup and the big show and everything else, you know, Kiss would have never hit. But I, I, I knew there were makeup, but I really just knew the songs. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I really didn't know, about... know much about the live show when I first heard them. And, um, you know, the other half of that is, is um, people hated them just as much for the makeup and the big yes. show yeah. well, as as loved them. Well, you know, wow. yeah. I always, 
I've read several times where even though they've toured together, uh, Joe Perry and Steven Tyler, both both of them think Kiss is a bunch of ass clowns. They have no respect for them. Wow. Really? Yeah. They go look it up and read. They, they've never taken them seriously as musicians. And they've always said if it wasn't for the makeup and the bombs and the smoke, oh. they, they would be nowhere near the level of success. Really? I wonder if that's why Kiss is selling out arenas still in Aerosmith. Well, yeah, I'll get I back know. to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, they, yeah. neither, neither of those bands were great during the 80s. Let's just be that's honest. The no, no. I think money and fame and everything kicked in. No, late 70s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, best, uh, best Kiss quote I ever heard came from Alice Cooper who said, Kiss, um, they're pretty good. All they need is a gimmick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Considering he was one of the innovators, I uh, uh, right, I, right, yeah. right. I think yeah, I, uh, I, big, big influence on Kiss. Actually, yes. yeah. yeah. I remember hearing Kiss on the radio before I ever saw the makeup deal. I can specifically remember hearing Parasite, and just that lick, just oh, how infectious! And then you find out later, you know, because back then it was AM radio. That's where I heard all the Kiss. I remember Ten Q, K Ten Q. Doctor oh Love, Doctor All Over, Love Gun. That's where I got all my Kiss Jones from. Was AM radio, folks. That's funny. Like that, Everclear, like that Everclear song, AM radio. Was rocking stuff back then. <laughs> well, you know. I, I, I'm sorry, Frank. I heard Bohemian Rhapsody on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know when I first started listening to Kiss, I didn't know who was who because I never, you don't see them on TV like you do today. You didn't see them on the right. computer, nothing like that. And I always thought that Paul Stanley was Gene Simmons and Gene Simmons was Paul Stanley. And I thought that that was gene singing all those songs that paul was singing i don't know why huh. but in my head that's how i pictured it and then i saw one of their commercials where they were doing they're promoting one of their albums or whatever and they had a bunch of live shots and of course it showed paul singing and my whole world was was like thrown upside down because <laughs> how i had it pictured in my mind for right you know it's very six, different yeah completely different so and and i think it was a lot to do with um destroyer when when paul singing about you know do you love me? And my, my seven inch leather heels. Yeah. In my mind, I was thinking of, you know, cause Gene Simmons had the big old boots, big old boots. That's yeah. what I was thinking of, but they all did, but I didn't see it. You know? You, so. Yeah. Same thing. I had no idea who was singing, which songs. Yeah. And I didn't realize until much later, you know, the beginning of, uh, Detroit rock city where that the news thing is on. Mm -hmm. That's Gene reading. That's the, Gene. Yeah. yeah. That's Gene speaking. Yeah. And he's humming yeah. to his own song. If you listen to yeah. it too, <laughs> he's supposed to be the engine and the engine's humming to his own song. I, I thought, I thought there, Bob Ezrin should have done a little better job of producing myself. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, um, that'll probably wrap us up for this episode guys, because, um, I think, uh, we talked longer than I thought we were going to really. Um, I think that list of five kind of uh, had a lot to say about that. It was interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good stuff, gentlemen. Good as deal. always. Yeah. Always. As always. Well, again, before we say goodbye, uh, Jerry, where can, where can our fans get a hold of us? Uh, you can see find us at the JFJ Conspiracy on iTunes. You can watch us on YouTube, JFJ Conspiracy. You can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and you can listen to us on Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout and uh, JFJ Conspiracy. You got anything you want to say there, uh, Jim? Nope. Just uh, same as always. Great uh, 
great talking to you guys. Can, and, can you guys uh, believe we're still doing it? It feels like we're standing in front of the library in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking 1979, 1980 people. We, we are just as much then. This is what we did. Looking All forward right. to the next one. Looking forward I love to, you guys. to talking I love about you guys. Kiss Alive. <laughs> Kiss Alive is coming up next. Oh, that's going to be great. If you got nothing else, then I guess the shop is closed, huh? Shop is closed. Keep rocking. All right.